0: Of Bible bitches, uh, we're a theological feminist podcast, and uh, I am here with the one Sarah Hoff. <laughs> uh,
1: yes, I am agnostic, and I am here with Lara Barclay, who, as we all know, is a um, Baptist minister in Louisville, Kentucky. And we have a very special guest today, um, Zara Norbash, who is um, an Iranian comedian um, who's doing a lot of good work in, in media right now. Uh, Zara, do you, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Tell us
2: a little bit more. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, my name is Zara. I am a feminist, Muslim, Iranian-American comedian. And I'm uh, working with the Pop Culture Collaborative as a senior fellow on comedy for social change. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I developed a report for them, a visual report uh, that you can find online. It's called Funny is Funny. And it's about the stand-up comedy pipeline. And what is the stand-up comedy pipeline? It's the pathway to becoming a comedian. Mm -hmm. Um, I looked at it from sort of just an aerial standpoint um, and less of an industrial one to see what is the pathway to becoming a comedian in terms of honing your craft. Mm -hmm. Um, And surprise, it's all mostly at a bar or a place that looks like a bar, and it tends to be alienating to a lot of women, yeah, color, yeah, Um, and it tends to also shape jokes to sound kind of rapey mm-hmm. because it's a bar Yeah, <laughs> um, and you can catch that on popcollab.org and I'm also a co-host of the Good Muslim, Bad Muslim podcast. Yes, tell us about that po- podcast. It's, it's very funny by the way. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> My co-host Taz and I, uh, we started the podcast in 2014 because we wanted to hear more voices like ours, you know, two Muslim women who are political events, political people, but we also like to talk about Tinder and gross bathrooms and annoying guys and spiders, um, but also fatwa things and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. claim creeping Sharia as a win. Yeah.
0: Um, (laughs) So the hardest hitting question, what is the most disgusting bathroom you've ever been in?
2: Oh my God, (laughs) it was BART. Do you know BART, the Bay Area in the, Rapid Transit? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. The subway system at BART? <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> you sound scarred. Oh, I, <laughs> my
0: Lord.
1: I, I believe it. I believe it. I, I haven't spent much time on BART, but the one in LA is so dodgy, I would never go into their bathroom. <laughs> it's so gross.
2: I, I am this close, like, bordering. Putting together, like, a Lysol kit Uh to just clean bathrooms that I come across as a public service. (laughs) Ooh, that's good. You could maybe sell it on your website, too. I'll just do it. Just do it. Just do it. (laughs) I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to be the humanitarian woman. Do you remember that story when you were a kid growing up of the woman with poppy seeds or something, or, like, lavender seeds or something, she, like, rode her bike and had a basket of seeds and just, like, threw them out mm-hmm. over, and mm-hmm. it was lavender, it was lavender. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay. Covered the hills in lavender, or, like, Johnny Appleseed. Uh-huh. You know? I was gonna Johnny say, Apple seeds, I think yeah. it was, I'm gonna be Zara Cleans bathroom.
1: Yes. <laughs> that is, that actually is huge.
2: I don't know why people think it's hard yeah. to clean well, a just, bathroom. It's just
0: gross. You don't yeah. have
2: to even think about it. Right. Pour Clorox yes. on tile. Right, it's not hard. You say a prayer. Right, you sweep. You like you. You take like you know. You grab the nearest like white boy, take mm-hmm. his shirt, yeah, and say thank you yes. for your service. <laughs> because nothing will happen to you if you walk around topless, sir. Exactly. And then you clean the floor, mm-hmm. and then you take a shit. That sounds like a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Solid day.
1: So here's, I think, an important element. Are you wearing gloves? Are you wearing rubber gloves? Because I don't own any, so it's always a little bit more gross to clean, like, a toilet when you don't have Mm. rubber gloves on, I feel like.
2: I don't wear rubber gloves because of a vendetta against Mm. (laughs) anti-vaxxers. Yes. Good good for you. (laughs) Trying to spread disease. I like... uh, Get them. I like where your head's at. Get them. Smart. I care more about small than I do about virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. That is absolutely yeah. fair. I'm working on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking
0: of anti-vaxxers, that is one of the, the hot <laughs> topics of is 2019. It? What do you find to be uh, some things that are happening this year that you would like to address in your comedy or in the work
2: that you do? I am obsessed with infrastructure. Mm. I feel like people give personal individual will way too much credit. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to our habits, our beliefs, our behaviors, our actions, our morals, I think we think we are like way too good at too much. Mm. You know, like there's so much that we do that is supported by an infrastructure. Like look mm-hmm. at us here right now together. Mm-hmm because of Define American, a larger institution that has brought us together, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Or we would find each other via Facebook, Mm -hmm. right? Or we would find each other via some other platform. Mm -hmm. You know, like there are these institutions that hold us that, you know, serve to bring us together that when it comes to conversations around how we get together and how we commune, are always invisible. Mm -hmm. But they're the most important thing. It's like, you know, talking about like, have you ever had dinner at a restaurant and the table had, like, a 45-degree wobble? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And then you're, like,
0: jamming your heel under it, trying to, like, stabilize it.
2: Yeah. And everyone wants to be the hero with a, like, pile of napkins that, like, fits <laughs> under there. Mm-hmm. You know? But then it's, like, tile. So, yeah. like, not all of it fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's trying to, like, figure it out. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. And it affects your dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then, like, you don't figure it out, you forget, you put your elbow and your drink knocks over and, yes. like, it spills everywhere. And then you're that asshole. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Infrastructure. Infrastructure. What are the most annoying things you find about, like, the infrastructure that you interact with on a daily basis?
2: The lack of it. The lack mm-hmm. of it, yeah. <laughs> the lack of it, like, it, um, you know, I think it's really important for us as Americans to really understand how destabilization functions.
0: hmm
2: You know, as an Iranian... I know
1: mm-hmm. you were going to say. No, I was just, um, uh, have you read any Judith Butler? Yes. So her newest stuff, if I'm remembering correctly, is maybe like a couple years old now, but it's all about that public space hmm. and needing the public space to be able to affect the kind of change that would react against the structures that be. And so it's this kind of tension where like, we need the structure to be able to have the space to by, against the structure.
2: Yes. Which yes. is a really
1: interesting sort of like, you know, very uh, yin and yang-ish kind of idea,
2: I think, maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing I love about infrastructure is like, to me, it's more, um, less a pairing and more of like the the architectural support network. Mm-hmm. You know, like you think of irrigation systems. You think of, um, you know, the uh, the studs Mm-hmm. Uh, not the dudes, or the horses. <laughs> yes, I'm with you. You're talking about the four by 4s yeah. In your drywall, yeah.
0: <laughs> There's not enough hot guys in our infrastructure. <laughs> also
2: true. Yeah. Need <laughs> <laughs> more four by fours right. in our men. <laughs> exactly. Hard <So our> bodies. <laughs> That's what we want.
1: No, I mean you're absolutely right, and and we and it's like it's crazy because. You see it, like you literally see it, just like the power lines everywhere. like
2: Exactly. And
1: But you just don't, but you don't actually register it. You don't see it, see it.
2: Exactly. I want folks to like look around them and see like, what is my government doing? Mm-hmm. Because the whole reason why we engage in a social contract is for government. Like, know, <laughs> yeah. Why are you trying to get rid of government? It's so that you don't have to know how to do everything. And in the United States, more and more, it's like you have to be the expert on your own health care. You have to be your own legal advocate. You have to, you know, uh, be your own tax attorney. You have to be your own driver. You have to be your own, you know, you have to get your, uh, support your kids' education on top of the school that supports their education. Like, we're not supposed to have to do all these things. We're supposed to have public transport. We're supposed to have you know, a public school system that educates your kids and shows them how to do their homework, not just leaves them with homework. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to have these support systems.
0: Yeah, and I think that um, you're absolutely right. And the reason why people are having to be their own advocate in literally every sector is is leading people to be more anxious, more depressed. Um, You know, I see it as a therapist, like I see, you know, people just trying to navigate the healthcare system and not knowing what their health insurance covers, and then having to advocate and, for themselves with their health insurance company when they get denied. And it's so depleting. It's so depleting. There's not enough hours in the day. Yes.
1: What, what was the, stati- I want to say last year's statistic, it was some like a crazy high number of bankruptcies. I want to say like 35, 40, percent were due to like a health oh, inc- yeah, health mm-hmm. incident. Yeah, That's right absolutely i believe it um so yeah i mean and and you like and like student loans that you can't forgive and it's just this it's just all of it is creating you know as is always talked about in the media this mm. huge dichotomy right between mm-hmm. those who have not and those who have and it's just getting worse and and then like what is that going to say about the infrastructure
2: mm-hmm. well, this is the the enzyme pairing for me right is like so okay Does everyone know this analogy though? I don't. Enzyme and protein. Mm -hmm. So, uh, enzymes break down proteins. Mm -hmm. They make a great pair. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a kindergarten teacher, (laughs) I was a kindergarten teacher for 10 years. Oh, cool. One of the reasons why I love infrastructure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Circle time. Yes. (laughs) That is the establishment of infrastructure. Yes. Sit down, Timmy. Yeah. Basically, is what I call circle time. (laughs) Take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your turn, Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> Circle time. <laughs> and, uh, I, we always used to teach pairings, you know, things that, like, mm-hmm. you know, bond together, enzymes, and... Uh, you guys don't know about this. So we're missing I'm out so, so much. I'm so
1: sorry. No. I was homeschooled,
0: and we did not learn science. This is a funny backstory to both oh. of us. We were both homeschooled, and then both went to Christian school. <laughs> and... So I have, you don't know
2: about pineapple jello?
0: I didn't know about evolution know. until I was 18. I still Shut
1: don't. It. I still don't know about it.
0: I, I knew it was a, I knew it was I mean, a I bad thing. I know it's a good thing. I knew it was a bad thing, and I knew that, that, people, that there were some people out there that thought we came from monkeys. And then I got into college, and I was like, what is this thing about monkeys? So I took a, a class specifically on evolutionary biology, and I was like, this is fucking fascinating. This is some good
2: stuff. Oh my god, blew my mind. That's amazing. So,
0: like, uh, university was kind of this time for me to catch up on all things science that I had missed out on. Yeah,
1: I went to a Christian college too, so uh, not not so not so strong in the scientific fields. Yeah,
2: it's a lot of catch up. I'm still still catching up. Oh my god, you know what you need to do? What? You need to go to Pinterest. Yes. You need to go to all the Mormon mommy blogs. <laughs> really? I'm so, I'm
1: so excited for where this is going to go.
2: I'm pretty sure they're subsidized by the church.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, my
2: goodness. They have the best science packets for kids. Really? Really? You can see everything really? you missed out on. I can, I can see us
0: doing a separate series on this. You just out science experiments. I feel a little ashamed right now. <laughs>
1: Uh, You missed out
2: on enzyme puppets. You missed out on dinosaur puppets. I
1: definitely did. But you know what you missed out on? What? Um, Learning math in terms of the Bible. (laughs) Oh,
2: my God. (laughs) Genealogy. (laughs) Like in pages, if you had five Bible pages Mm -hmm. and then six Bible pages. So
0: Jesus had three fish and two loaves of bread. And And if you pray hard enough you get more. That's Matt. That is mad. That's math. That,
2: that is my relationship to money. <laughs> I think that's fair. Same, same. Does it yeah. work? Do yeah. I
1: need to do I need to come back to the Lord so I get more money? <laughs> there you <laughs> go.
2: I think the issue is I believe it does. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I
1: mean that's what Joel O. C. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, no, I am interested
0: in, um, so you kind of talked about infrastructure being a hot mess. So in this hellscape (laughs) of 2019, I am also wondering how this year, especially, but also years prior, how do you sort of integrate your values and beliefs into your comedy? What is that kind of a natural pairing for you?
2: I think so, yeah, because it's very Persian um, to, in case folks are wondering, Persian, Iranian, same thing. Um, uh, One is just an older title. You know, it's like a, what? It's like a redux.
0: Oh, like, uh. uh,
1: Like Istanbul and Constantinople? (laughs) Maybe.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. That song. Yeah. Or Taming of the Shrew and 10 Things I Hate About You. (laughs) Yes.
2: Persian and Iranian is if you were to say, like, uh, apple, and then, like, apple. Or if you were to say mm-hmm. orange, and then, like, orange.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, or, scallion, green onion. Oh, uh,
1: sure, yeah.
2: It's, it is exactly the same thing, mm-hmm. and no one is sure really why the name changed. Yeah. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> roll, roll plod, plod <laughs> I think just because it's such a part of my, like, you know, cultural background uh, to gather... Um, to to make friends, make mm-hmm. new friends, mm-hmm. um, and to talk about belief systems, like mm-hmm. it's very Persian, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. curiosity. And uh, Islam, Islam is uh, the creator uh, of science, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Avicenna and um, algebra, mm-hmm. um, algorithm. Mm-hmm. These are, you know, uh, Persian and Arab men. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are probably a lot of women in there who we just don't know about because no one talks about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so I think just that nature of curiosity, detective reasoning, you know, comes up. Yeah,
0: yeah. So when you bring that, when you integrate that into comedy, um, what, what does that look like in 2019? Where do you see your values hitting some of the cultural issues that are happening with, you know, Currently this week, I think we're dealing with, what, uh, Rudy Giuliani's two associates escaping. Oh, yeah. Um, What else are we dealing with? We're dealing with uh, impeachment. And um, Google
1: giving money to climate change deniers. And that's just, as
0: we record this, it's October, and we're at the Divine American Summit in Louisville, Kentucky. When this is released, it's going to be November. I don't know if America's going to still exist, but... (laughs) daily experience. maybe yeah. maybe well, i don't know i've been watching a lot of mad max
1: um films to like
0: yeah, brush up on just brush what up, i need to brush up get ready get <laughs> ready for, for the, for the impending uh, yeah. doom um so so what is it like doing comedy in 2019 when things seem so
2: dire you know one of the great things about comedy is that uh, your job is to remind people of what they already know to be true mm. So um, th- because everybody's sort of got this tension walking that they're walking around with, mm-hmm. then jokes are a little bit easier to make. yeah everybody's a little more ready to laugh. you mm-hmm. know we all kind of need it a lot. Um, and I think the one challenge is travel because it is scarier to travel now yeah. you know than it used to be because I don't know that there's uh, that infrastructural support mm-hmm. you know uh, that has, my um, safety at heart, like the fact that there are so many mass shootings in public spaces, especially at universities, which is where I travel to, um, you know, I perform at campuses, uh, in theater spaces, large public spaces, and security has been something that, you know, has become an additional cost that never used to be.
0: Speaking of security, you said in one of your uh, stand-up routines that the first time that your comedy career started was protecting your mom from a hate crime. Can you say a little bit more about that?
2: Yeah, my mom wears a headscarf. Mm -hmm. Um, She doesn't anymore, Mm -hmm. Uh, but she did when we first got here. Um, And she wore it during a time where it didn't signal to people that you were Muslim, that wasn't a topic. Um, It signaled to folks that you were Iranian and a hostage taker. The Iranian hostage crisis had happened, it was still fresh on folks' minds. It was the Iran-Iraq war, um, and uh, it just, you know, made her a target. And um, one of the reasons why comedy is so in my bones as a form of resilience is because that was how I used to diffuse tension, was being a funny kid um, and diffusing tension. Um, and being a really loud American kid, my mom would be like, you know, getting all these same questions all the time. And I thought, you know, she must not be good at answering questions because they keep asking her the same one. Why do you hate America? One time I was like, she doesn't hate America, sir. And will you tell her to buy Lucky Charms? (laughs) She thinks there's pork in them and she won't buy it. And it turned out there actually is pork in Lucky Charms.
0: That must have been a bummer.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I really wanted lucky Charms. Yeah.
1: (laughs) When you finally got them, were you a little disappointed that they weren't as good as you were hoping?
2: Oh, my God. The the reality check as a kid, especially as an immigrant kid, because I feel like, for me, I don't know about other folks, but for me growing up, I assumed that my parents had it wrong Mm -hmm. because everyone told me that they did. Mm -hmm. You know, the news is telling you they don't know anything. The, the You know, teachers at school are su- suggesting that they don't know anything. You talk to doctors, they mistreat your parents, act like they don't know anything. You know, everyone's always undermining your parents' authority. Mm-hmm. So you kind of learn to do that as a kid. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, your parents are reaching out to you for information because mm-hmm. you're the, the translator. You're the bridge, you know, cultural translator, literal translator. So you really feel like you're in charge of some stuff <laughs> <laughs> as a five-year-old.
1: That's <laughs> a, lot it's a lot of pressure.
2: Yeah, I had... Uh, Inexplicably large amount of confidence for a five year old (laughs) Iranian kid, you know. It's just like, let me answer your questions, sir. (laughs) Yes, John Wayne Hart.
0: I love it. I'm 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 like picturing you with a
2: small briefcase and a cowboy hat and a cowboy hat. Yes, small briefcase and a cowboy hat. That was me in kindergarten. That's adorable. My name is Zara. I'm Iranian. Let me tell you where that's from. I have no idea.
1: Where did you grow up? What part of the U.S.?
2: I went to a different elementary school for every year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because uh, racism mm. <laughs> makes you move sometimes. Oh, wow. But, uh, and also, my parents were young. You know, graduated college, and then we moved. You know, got a new job, and then we moved. Yeah. But uh, always up and down the California coast, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was, like, two seconds in Michigan, and a hot minute in Iran, and we were back. I was born here. Um mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I learned to make friends. It's tougher to keep them. Mm. It's good to you guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We're fighting the good fight. <laughs> We're trying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's actually
1: really interesting. I mean, it makes sense, but it's not something I would really ever think about. That, yeah, I mean, due to racism, it would be really hard and dangerous to stay in one school system for a long period of
2: time. Well, what happened to us was um, we were riding the bus once. And because um, most of the time I wouldn't hear about it. I just know that we had to move, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but this one time we were on the bus and I was eight years old and my sister was six. We were in Fremont, California, it's in the Bay Area, the area that people would you know, associate with liberalism and progressive values. And the bus driver dropped me off at the wrong stop. And we got lost, and my mom came to find us, and uh, the bus driver just, you know, ignored her and started driving off, even though she hadn't dropped us off. My mom had to chase after her with my brother in a stroller, Hmm. and she banged on the bus driver's door, caught up with her, and the bus driver stopped, opened the door. She said, my girls, I can't find my girls, where are they? And she said, lady, I don't know where your kids are, but if there were less of you in the world, we'd all be better off anyways.
1: that's um, terrible yeah there's nothing
0: there's nothing to say to that that's just yeah. people are garbage that is never the america that you want but it is the america that we have always had unfortunately and i'm glad that people like you are trying to change it thank you
2: yeah. likewise yeah. yeah
0: um so we moved yeah <laughs> yeah
2: understandably yeah <laughs> my and you know, infrastructure. My dad did speak with the principal and the school bus board and that bus driver was fired. Good.
1: Yeah, that's great. And Lock you know him. what? Like, that's mad props to your parents for yeah. being, for just being so persistent and like in those conversations. Because I don't, yeah. I don't know a lot, if a lot of people would necessarily want to like argue against, you know, I feel like at least my, my personality, i just be like, it's okay, let's just, Let's just not make any waves so we can just kind of get by. But it's important. That's, that's
2: a big part of the sort of experience of being other is that you you can't afford to give up. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. afford to be silent. You know, you have to because you have to speak up. You know, um, one of the things, one of the privileges that I have to remember I have is that, you know, I I do have skin privilege. And, you know, we were just listening to Melina at the conference talk so gorgeously about colorism and how, you know, she's never mistaken for being French or Greek, you know, where I am. Like people are always asking, are you Sicilian? You know, how come you don't do jokes about being Sicilian? <laughs> are you not proud? I'm proud. <laughs> not Sicilian, sir. You know, like I, I have that benefit or, or privilege, I should mm-hmm. say. And so – I don't have to answer those kinds of questions. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, But there is, you know, this direct relationship between likability and security for people of color. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, you do because you have to. You just have to. You don't have a choice. Right. I think that's what I mean when I say, I think folks, you know, give themselves too much credit. Mm -hmm. You know, like... We like to think that we can make the choice to not keep going. But the truth is you actually cannot just die on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to get up. You have to keep moving. Right. We like to tell ourselves that we can give up as though it's an option. Mm-hmm. And the reality is yeah. it's not. In therapy, uh, we call that an escape hatch. It's
0: almost this idea that we can run away and not face things, but it doesn't actually solve any of the problems.
2: In Greek theater, I think they call it the deus ex machina. hmm <laughs> Yes. It does not exist. No. It's not real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, it's best to kind of link arms and figure out in solidarity how to move forward.
2: Because you're going to have to. You're going to have to. You know, it's like you tell, I, I used to tutor kids all the time. And it's like the same as your homework, Mm -hmm. which you guys never had because all you had was homework. (laughs) (laughs) All homework. Super true. (laughs) All homework. Oh, my God. When I worked as a tutor, Uh I was most of the time working on just encouraging kids not to give up. Mm -hmm. Because you think you can. Mm -hmm. And the reality is you have to do math. Here's how it goes. You don't do your homework. And then someone is going to make you. Mm-hmm. The principal will have a meeting with your parents, and then we're going to be back here. Do you want to wait for three months and argue with them? Mm-hmm. Do you want to wait it out? Or do you want to just yes.
0: do two plus two? Right. Equals Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's our math. That's, 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 it's, uh, it's scientifically proven math. We clearly need to get on Mormon Pinterest and we learn do. something. I can't wait
2: for you guys to discover lap books.
0: <laughs> lap
2: books? Yes.
0: Ooh, I'm excited. Are oh they God. books
2: for your lap? <laughs> yes.
1: Are they designed specifically to go, like, on two thighs? <laughs> yes. Got it. Sounds perfect. I'm, ex- I'm
0: excited. Oh, my God, you're going to so much fun. I'm so <laughs> excited. So I am wondering, overall, um, what would you see? This, this conference that we're at, um, Define American, it's all about media and culture change. Thinking about where we are now, um, what would you like to see some goals happen like what what would be some goals for media and culture change either for you
2: personally or for like America in the next few years oh wow so many things um I think the the work that a lot of um organizations around social change are doing that is identity based is so important um our uh notion of a core identity um really steers our belief systems Um, not a lot of people don't know that that's how that works. And I think that that's why, um, America as an identity is under attack right now. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, if, um, you know, that endeavor to isolate the definition of American as being specifically white nationalist, um, gets through to people and that, that we fall for that, you know, um, it shifts our belief system around what we are and are not uh, deserving of as basic human rights, Mm -hmm. because you're now outside that bubble. Mm -hmm. You're outside my core identity, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's such an attack. Um, It's such a war maneuver on your own country Mm -hmm. Um, that I find bizarre Mm -hmm. Um, and concerning, you know, as a person who whose family left a destabilized country. You know, one of the, one of the most basic tactics uh, of war is to get the country warring in on itself. Mm-hmm. You have way less work to do as a foreign power, mm-hmm. you know, if that, if that happens. And so I just look around at us like, you know, arguing over identity like this, I'm really glad that Define American is holding spaces where those conversations can happen and they can be re-seared and redefined and reframed so that we don't fall for that trap. It's Mm -hmm. a dangerous one.
0: Mm -hmm. Is that kind of where you find your hope these days?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, my, the places where I find hope is super weird. Yeah. Yeah. Really weird. Like, things that give me hope are like the movie Jaws. I love that movie. Ooh, say more about that. I love Jaws. Oh my god, such a good movie. Stop watching Jaws. So good. It's a man venture. Yes, it is. What? What? What is it about? <laughs> what is it about? It so that like, gives what? you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's that like nature <laughs> overcomes until the end. I guess.
2: No, I just love, the, and this is so religious for oh. me to say this right now. I love the surrender of it. Yeah.
1: Huh.
2: Like, you guys curse on the podcast, yeah? Yeah. yeah. You're fucked. It's a shark. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, like, out in the middle of the ocean, and they're arguing with each other, and then they have to, like, stop, because they're like, listen, we're fucked because it's a shark. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna eat us.
0: And they realize the captain is, like, nuts.
2: <laughs> like, partway <laughs> through,
0: that's the most unsettling part, is you're like, oh, this guy has jumped the shark. Like, it's <laughs>
2: He's literally Trump. (laughs) Yes, he's (laughs) literally Trump. Like rubber Shaw, Like, takes a baseball bat and smashes the radio for help. Yes. Yes. And then gets a knife (laughs) to get in a knife fight with a shark.
1: I mean, that just makes good sense. Right.
2: (laughs) It's amazing. And then you just, like, watch – these idiots get eaten in half by yeah. a monster because mm-hmm. it's a fucking shark. <laughs> it's a
0: fucking shark.
2: And they're like, ah, oh, ah, oh, I never saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting torn to pieces.
0: And somehow, somehow they make it.
2: I mean, the thing that's hilarious is that the like common sense cop. Yeah. Which is like, you know, this like man venture trope. Yes. I call them man-ventures. No, I get it's a totally it. Totally. Man-ventures. Yeah. yeah. Man-ventures always end with either a gun or a fist.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Always the way you do things. Yep. You can never rely on infrastructure. No. infrastructure is irrelevant. We're in the middle of the ocean. The boat breaks apart. The radio's unavailable. You can't communicate with anyone. you got to use a gun or your fist. Like, it's <laughs> right. always. Infrastructure's for ladies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's always, like, you know, the, the guys in suits. Yeah. You know, and then women complaining. Mm-hmm. If you look at the <laughs> island. It's, it's always, it's always They're the island folks. There's the mom who lost her son, and she's like, "I hate you." You know, my son's dead. I hate you. Yeah. You know, hashtag all women. Yeah. And then, <laughs> <right>. Oh. <laughs> it's true. And then the mayor is like. Hey, I communicate, and this yeah. is what communication does. It's just sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use communication to get a shark. You gotta use your fist, your mm-hmm. gun. Mm-hmm. That's all you got.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and then they
2: go out in the middle of the ocean, nearly die. Yeah. And then the main character comes back. Yep. I've seen the movie three thousand times, I don't remember his name. Roy Scheider. I don't yeah, what's his character. I name? don't know, I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. That's <laughs> probably like Bill. <laughs> something like so bill swims back to shore <laughs> on a plank of wood let me look it up
0: he Titaniced um, it basically yeah
2: basically
0: but weirdly there was enough room on him on that on that uh plank for him and martin. richard dreyfus right Martin brody martin brody
2: martin that's right that's why i can't remember it. no one can remember martin yeah no that's so why I Man Venture names are always like Jack, Jake, or Indiana Jones. Yes, always. True. yeah, <laughs> Always. To yeah. me, they give me hope, Man Venture films, mm-hmm. because they're always like there's the decline of infrastructure, mm-hmm. and to me, they're open endings. Mm-hmm. They use their fists, they use a gun, mm-hmm. and then I think that they go back and they rebuild, mm. you know, or get a communications coach or. <laughs> Can you
1: take a woman's studies class? I
0: hope. I hope. Mm, yeah, I had Indiana Jones spent a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> once, <with> like, <laughs> once he's done, like, punching Nazis, then he's like, you know what? I should sit yeah. in on some of those women's studies classes across yeah. the hall.
1: especially what? after that one. The really, really sexist, racist one um, that was in... The middle one. The Temple of one. Doom? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh.
2: oh the monkey brains. The oh, monkey brains. Oh. oh. Okay, okay, in the Ark one, the Raiders of the Lost mm-hmm. Ark. Yes. what is the Ark? it's like what's it supposed to be yeah Yeah, that's the funny
0: so right it's supposed to like in in so in reality for those who don't know that ark is supposed to hold the uh the the original 10 commandments that were broken um and then god had to do it again because moses got cranky right um and so moses Moses. he couldn't get it together um (laughs) but uh but in the movie it's, like, and in, in the Bible, like, you're not allowed to touch it. Like, there's a whole, like, process for, like, how oh. you treat the Ark, right? Mm-hmm. But in the movie, the it kind of turns into this whole, like, when you open it, some sort of, like, God well, tornado comes out. Well, oh. I think it's, I
1: think in the movie, it's also supposed to hold the Shroud of Turin. I is it? I don't, I, you know, I don't But know.
2: here's where I get confused. Okay. Why is that an Ark? But then there's also Noah's Ark. That's a great question. You
1: know, I, you're asking, so, you're asking the, you're asking the real questions now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I always have wondered,
0: it's, is, is an arc just something that carries something? Is that all an arc is? is it, let's build an arc right now. <laughs> <laughs> so is my bag an
1: arc? Is that yes? Like, can I an say? Arc. Oh. Can I just instead of calling it a bag, it's like this is my arc.
0: We're gonna um, we're gonna write a book, and it's called "My Bag Is an Arc." Is an arc. <laughs> this book is an arc. My vagina is an arc. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> will be. It's happening. It's
2: happening. It's a whole forthcoming series. <laughs> my vagina is an arc. Colon forthcoming. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> writing itself it's, yeah. it really is you have already what? got three John. yes
0: John. <laughs> okay so weird movies that get okay so I I would say that Indiana Jones g- does give me hope for similar reasons oh yeah yeah for sure Um, the one about punching Nazis like oh yeah I like that a lot I feel yeah. like I am I very remember when this country did
2: that yes yeah. I know
0: I know <laughs> can we all get on the same page with this like remember when Nazis. Nazis weren't
2: a controversy everyone was like oh yeah horrible <laughs> evil villain right <laughs> they're
0: off yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, those were good times back in 2016.
2: I,
0: right, <laughs> uh, before yep. November. Um, but also, um, my favorite movie of all time is Jurassic Park. Oh, that's such a
2: great it's movie. It's such a good movie. That's a man-venture.
0: It is a man-venture. And I think the part about that that gives me hope is that, uh, you know, John Hammond is trying to do the dumbest fucking thing ever by making a park that you can bring kids to. Yeah. With fucking dinosaurs. (laughs) And obviously it goes horribly wrong. And guess what fails first? The infrastructure. (laughs) You hear me
2: now. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a blackout. Right. And everything goes to hell.
2: All the cages open. Yep. The monsters get loose.
0: Right. They gotta get
2: in a helicopter. Right. And fucking flee.
0: Yes. And somehow in all of that the the some of the main characters get their priority straight about like yeah. let's just get the fuck out of here like this is about like saving our lives and getting off the island oh God, let, let the dinosaurs have it
2: this is the best logline right get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here <laughs> literally every scene of Jurassic Park yes. is we got to get the fuck out of here, <laughs> the out of here. <laughs> but act 1 are we going to go someplace cuz i feel like we're going to have to get the fuck out of here <laughs> 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 show up And they're like, look at this science. And they're like, is the science okay? Or are we going to have to get the fuck out of here? (laughs) And then act two is like, boom, get the fuck out of here. Scene one, scene two, scene three, scene four, climax. Getting the fuck out of here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's great, right? It's great. And then somehow through the whole thing, you're still. Kind of in awe of the dinosaurs and you're like, oh, they found a way to breed. And somehow that's cool. I don't know how they made that cool, but you're like,
2: cool, let's just give them the idea. Sex is cool. Yeah. Right. Even when amphibians do it to themselves. It's still cool. It's yeah, Yeah. it is cool. I mean I guess it's cooler. Do you guys know about amphibians? We
1: do. I do. I've heard. Okay. But my understanding (laughs) is that they're actually
0: tiny Satans. (laughs) Is that true? Too much like a transitional form, which is too much like evolution. I yeah, don't know. I don't like it. I don't know. This
2: feels like a place where pro choice advocates <laughs> can find an entry point. Yes. You would,
0: you would think.
2: Like, don't we want amphibians to not have Satan children?
0: Yes.
1: But you know what? It's <laughs> all about it's all about creating life, but mm. not sustaining that life. Oh. That's important.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. You know, just Christian ideology. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking of Christian ideology that's all pro life. Right. They but o- also, they're fetus like, only. Fetus only. Fetus only. Yeah.
0: Hmm. As soon
1: as it comes into the world, they're like no social services. I like for the any.
0: idea of starting some sort of program to be like, you know, you know like Satan's animals, the frogs. <laughs> yes. We're for giving yes. them abortion pills. Yeah. And then just like watching conservative <laughs> like, Christians like brains explode (laughs) (laughs) or snakes right because the snake in the yeah and and, you know so that's a that's a satan animal it's a a satan animal that's definitely a satan animal it's a serpent i love snakes but yes but like conservative christians hate snakes
1: I don't like them
2: maybe i'm christian (laughs) (laughs) you <laughs> <hate snakes.
0: laughs> okay.
1: that's, that is that is actually how you become a born again christian is you just hate snakes <laughs> oh and then you just that's right. a and wild then, so twist yeah so you know, on, in this there, podcast you actually
0: happened. find out you're a christian yeah, you're like you're like what the fuck has just happened like, when
1: did i ask the lord jesus savior to come into my life <laughs> you're like, and you're like yeah. i don't feel comfortable wait, praying this for is money
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hate snakes. you're like oh fuck <laughs> Yeah. What happened? And I bet
1: you would turn um, water into wine if you could. I mean, who wouldn't?
2: It's really wouldn't. just a state of mind. <laughs> <laughs> but it, according to my grandma,
0: who was conservative, uh, she's like, "It's just grape juice. It's just grape it juice. It is. It's true." Because it's Welch's true. totally existed in two thousand years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess
2: if you don't believe in science, then don't you not believe in chemical reactions? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So no, one never no, those are the just one miracles.
1: Those are miracles. <laughs>
2: miracles. <laughs> so wine is a miracle.
0: Wine is <laughs> yes,
2: a delicious Welch, miracle. Welch's grape juice. So is a Welch's miracle. should just wine. Two buck check should just be miracle juice. Yeah. <gasps> yes. I think that
1: I think that makes sense. That is genius. We should
2: get together over some miracle juices. Yes. <laughs> that would, that would we like can that. write <laughs> miracle juices. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, we can write my vagina is an arc and go in together on miracle juice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think this is the most fun
0: interview I've ever done. Ever. Thank you. We are so excited to have had you on. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And before you you go, I would love it if you would tell us about any upcoming projects, what people should be watching, where they can find you, all that stuff.
2: Yes. Yes. Go to my website, ZaraComedian.com. Z-A-H-R-A. Yes. Comedian.com. Or, if you get really lost, you can go to Google. You can go, who the fuck was that female comedian from Iran, Persia, Scallion, <laughs> Spring Onion. <laughs> and you can find out about my podcast, Good Muslim, Bad Muslim. You can find out about my spinoff podcast. That's forthcoming. Yes. Uh, from her vagina arc. From my vagina arc. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh,
1: please tell me that that is now going to be the title of your forthcoming podcast.
2: Oh, my God. I would be so honored. Oh, my God. A miracle already. Vagina arcs just gift other vagina arcs. We do. (laughs) Amazing. That's that's just how it goes. My arc, your arc.
1: With our arcs combined.
2: (laughs) Forthcoming. (laughs) Forthcoming. (laughs) You can check out my report for Pop Culture Collaborative, popcollab.org, it's uh, on comedy.
0: We'll post all those links as well on our social media to find us. Might yeah. be awkward because I'm Christian now. <laughs> <laughs> I would be so disappointed if people came on our show and, like, converted. <laughs> <laughs> I would be too. Because I'm not evangelical and you're an agnostic, so, like, yeah. what well, like you oh, done? done. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs>
1: I just hope this starts a rumor that you are Christian, that you have to, like, debunk later.
2: Oh, I'm not debunking that. <laughs> okay,
0: awesome. Oh, this is, yeah, we'll create a controversy to boost, yeah. like, all of our popularity. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah.
2: My husband and I got in a huge argument. He's an atheist. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, we I mean, but we're going to do all the things for our kids, right? We'll baptize them. We'll circumcise them. We'll get them, you know, whatever other tattoo is necessary. Mm-hmm. Just, in <laughs>
0: just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Cover your pieces. Yeah. I, I want all the help I can get. That's okay. Right. <laughs> when I found out that um Muslim, uh, no, sorry, Mormons like baptize do they do baptism by proxy. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah. they like So they've started so, doing
1: that with like, celebrities and things like that. Yes. Really? Yeah.
0: I'm waiting for mine. Okay. Yes. Okay. I know. I kinda want I want one. I want to request one. Like yes. just I'm a backup Mormon. Yep. <laughs> now a
2: backup Baptist.
0: Yes. Yeah. Can I be a backup Muslim? Is that was that a thing? Oh yeah. Easy. Sweet. Okay. Okay,
2: here. Ready? Yep. Do you know about Allah? Yes. You heard of Allah? Uh, yes. The concept, you know, of oneness, yes, Love <laughs> <Yes>. it. <a laughs> merciful, compassionate force that connects us all. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Yes. Uh, and you've heard of the Prophet Muhammad. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: And you heard that he came around with a book called The Quran. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, repeat after me. Okay. La. La. Allaha. Illallah. Illallah. You're Muslim now. Yay! Yay. (laughs) And if my aunt were here, she would be very concerned and say, uh, please learn how to pray. (laughs) (laughs) Because your soul is actually Muslim now.
0: Thank you so much, Tara, for joining us. Yes, thank you so much
2: for being on the show.
0: Uh, Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we admire your work so much. Um, And thanks for listening. Uh, And we will uh, be back at you next time with yet another interview and another guest.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Bye. Bye.